Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Shine Podcast. I'm your host, Shauna Starr. We are going to jump right into today's topic because it is something that is continually seen, especially through women, and that is labels that we put on ourselves. So today we're talking about the story of your weakness is your weapon. And as humans, none of us will be without hurt and trauma and sadness and immense pain. And there are parts of our story and our journey that can feel crippling. And honestly, it does cripple us sometimes, especially emotionally, and a lot of times leading us to feel that shame. In one of the groups that I was in in the last few weeks, we talked about shame. And of course, I couldn't bring up shame without going back to things that Brene Brown has said about shame in the past. And she has said that it needs three things to grow in our lives, that shame needs secrecy, silence, and judgment. And shame then leads us to believe that we're not capable of change, healing, and overcoming that shame. By doing the thing that feeds it, the silence and secrecy, it builds over time, leading to more shame. So the less we talk about it, the more control it has over us. And in turn, what I learned about using vulnerability and the courage it takes to show up, even when you can't control the outcome. And that's part of the scary parts of vulnerability through shame. And there was a moment where I clearly, distinctly remember praying out loud. And not that divorce and bad relationships happen for a reason, but I could use it for good to connect, to share, to be vulnerable. And when I'm open and when I let it out, shame then is released. Shame cannot live when we are willing to do the work and outwardly tell our stories, even through fear and not understanding what the outcome will be of sharing those parts of us. And we tend to want to hide. Shame cannot live just like darkness cannot live when light is shown. I've listened to countless women talk about how they feel divorce is, quote, worse, or it's a worse sin, and it lives with them forever and follows them, that you always have to mark the, quote, divorce box, and it's shameful, and they feel people are continually judging them. And more on that in a bit. And it's been a few years since mine, and yes, in a way, it does follow you, just like any other quick change of hurt, like losing somebody. And it is and will always be a part of my story of why I am where I am and the hurt that adjusted my journey and honestly slowed me down, or I feel it did, because of the effects of sadness and having to start over. But it's not something that covers me, that covers us, that everyone sees and said, oh, she's divorced. And although there might be some people like that, what I think is actually happening is that's what we label ourselves as. We put ourselves in that box, and that is us projecting what we think their feelings are. And I think a lot of people think about the, the verse where God says he hates divorce. And as I went through that myself, and I felt more exposed through that, that I had done something that he hated and was truly maybe unforgivable in that moment. But the more I talked with mentors and the more I saw how God hates divorce, like he said, it might be because we're hurting and he hates it because we're hurting and it destroys something that was never meant to be broken and it tears apart families and hearts. He hates it because we're hurting and it hurts him, not because he wants us to know that we're bad people or or shown that part in a verse because it makes us worse than somebody else. No, he hates it because he sees us hurting in those things. So I've come to actually love to run into other divorced people if for no other reason that this is the following. They understand. They look at me like I'm a person and they did during that moment. I no longer feel held by that label. They 
put down the judgment of something the world may see as failing, and they just help heal your heart by oddly joking around and being there because they understand. And isn't that true for some other traumas as well, that the people that went through it help by just seeing you and not the thing that you're labeling yourself as? Women have said to me that they don't want to be a part of those divorce groups or a part of certain groups because it feels like you're just honing in on the thing that hurts and everyone's just talking about it. And that's just fine. I actually never joined one either. But it's the people that went through similar experiences that really understand, that can look at you and feel connection. And when others see you rise from a place of anguish and depression may have been before, they respect knowing your story. So your weakness is your weapon. It may not be divorce. It may be just like any other trauma that has affected you, your life, and maybe even all the people that you love. But if we are brave enough to do the work of healing, which I know it takes a long time. Healing is not linear, even though we would love it to be. We would love to say, I want to heal and we are healed. But it's constant work, digging deep, going backwards again, feeling like you've healed and then crying about again, and then having a new perspective on what it means to be you and what it means to have that label as part of your story and not part of who you are. And when we expose the shame in what we feel, shame cannot live. By exposing it, we're doing the very thing where shame lives. So your shame or your hurt may not look the same as me talking about it on here. And no, you don't have to start a podcast to talk about all your experiences or even air it online in any way, shape or form. And it's not part of your calling to do so. And honestly, don't air your hurts on Facebook, especially just to hurt somebody. But those gut feelings of shame will disappear if we bring light into it. Like I said, darkness cannot live when we expose it to light. Talk with mentors, friends, and being held accountable after their hurt to seek healing. Now, I am actually extremely lucky as I have worked very hard on my heart for healing, growth, and forgiveness and taking my part in the it takes two part of that divorce and shame. And my ex-husband also did. With extremely healthy boundaries, healing, and still a shared love for little Murphy Dog, we have talked about forgiving one another. It took a few years, but what I love is with healing is I can honestly look back. This is true for me today. I can look back at all the things that happened and I'm just thankful. I'm thankful for who he was, who he, who he is now. And I know that is a very rare case because it takes two to also back up with respect and forgiveness. But even without it, from the other end, even without the forgiveness, even without the respect, you can forgive and heal wounds and go on to help those who are in the same place you worked hard to pull yourself out of. And like I said, it is not a linear process to heal, not even close. It took me a few years and there's still parts of me that are healing and that's okay. 2021 actually worked on my heart like I've never experienced before. My heart is softer and I'm constantly being exposed to the things that I've yet to continue to work on. And I say exposed in a very gentle way. And like any relationship, and I'm in a relationship again, they're gently brought to light just because I want to be better and therefore it reflects on all the things that I've yet to grow and learn from so that I can continue to be healthy, working on my purpose without the distractions that usually bring, especially women down in business, which is our inner work. It has started there and the more I expose the wounds and heal, the more and grasp my dreams become. 
because I have the capacity to hold them as I let go of other things in my life that no longer have a place to live. And one of the many reasons it is important to heal is because sometimes all those dreams and goals are right below the surface of those distractions and hurt. And until we focus on those and release them, then we can't get to those other things that we so desperately desire. And don't you think that maybe that inner voice, which can be a friend, by the way, helping us to steer away from danger, but it isn't going to show up when you're being comfortable, when you're not working on the hard stuff, when you're not exposing the shame you feel to be vulnerable. Your inner critic won't show up when you're playing it safe. Because there's a quote, shame corrodes the very part of us that believes we are capable of change. Again, from Brene Brown. And when we're avoiding the topics, they are the only ones that can set us free. People hearing your story helps them realize they're not too broken either. Even if we have experienced vastly different trauma and hurt, we love a Cinderella story, right? But I think we love a I'm not alone story even more. One that sits with us and resonates with us instead of trying to gloss over the messy parts. To share their hurt instead of just telling the triumph. It's the flowers pushing through the dirt. The meet me where I am and the I am capable too. The understanding how the triumphs are happening. Not just despite of, but because of all of the hurt that we're going through. There's not many, though probably a few, things people could say about the mistakes and experiences and choice and paths I've taken that are negative and not things I've shared in time in a healthy way with other people. I share not to just heal myself, though I have to admit it is a wonderful side effect, but it's because I want you to feel not alone. I want you to feel connection, to know you're not too broken or more broken. You may feel that way at times, but it's me trying to be slightly brave in order for you to know that I'm vulnerable too. And you're safe to be vulnerable in return. And in doing so, you can do the dang thing to heal and do all the fabulous, beautiful things on your heart. Not just aside from that pain, but healing through it and adjusting your path accordingly the way your purpose is meant to play out. And I've done the work lately in prayer too. I've sat in my little purple chair after reading and praying that I'm in the right place. If I'm meant to be doing what I'm doing to continue to listen and know what I'm doing is the right path and to fulfill my purpose the way it's meant to. And the biggest way I have ever connected with my photography clients and women and in my podcast interviews is always being okay with being a little vulnerable first. To allow and grant them permission, although they don't need it, we all always feel like we need that permission too. And to allow our hearts to show. I have many, many, many downfalls, but I know in my heart that I connect when I show weaknesses and vulnerability and stories and I've had to change my path from and things that still have an impact on me emotionally. It's the very thing that allows other women to rise up, to share, to feel safe, and to start on a path toward their own bravery. Now, don't hear me wrong. I'm not saying this is because of me. Oh no, plenty of things happen in our daily lives to encourage us to heal and feel better, but it's a seed, simply planting a seed, one more seed that I can do to help encourage it. You can get it by podcasts and people and interactions and conversations and quotes and every which way. But if I can be one of those seeds being planted, then I know I'm doing the thing that I'm supposed to. 
So your weakness or whatever you think is your weakness, whatever it is, the hurt, pain, expose it. I know it's hard to do and that is the very opposite thing of what our gut tries to tell us to because shame tells us to be quiet. Whether it's with a mentor, a counselor, a spouse, or a friend you trust, when you feel it's become a scar and no longer a scab, which means it's healed over and now it's just a part of what happened in your past and it's not still bleeding and an open wound, don't be afraid to share in the right circumstance, of course, so that you can also be a seed where and when you're called to be. That part, of course, is completely up to you and your purpose. I have no idea where you stand as far as using your path as your purpose, but you have one and it is important. The inner critic won't show up when you're playing it safe, so step out, even in fear, unsure, and in vulnerability, and allow yourself permission to begin healing, begin growing, begin planting seeds in others to do the same, and to begin to expose light into that dark, shameful feeling. My so-called weaknesses have been the very thing that exposes me to reflect on my own growth, who I am. And because when you try, you show where your trust is. My faith has grown exponentially this year through realizing all of my shortcomings and letting them go for something bigger, using them for something bigger, even if it is for one person to feel like the seed that was planted is for them. It has pushed aside the noise and allowed me to focus on my purpose. My weaknesses continue to be what catapults me forward in courage and grace for myself. As it pushes, it's what I've grown stronger from, faith from, healing within, and loving bigger for others. Your weakness is your weapon. You can hide it, never take care of it, and will absolutely keep you from being a warrior with it making you weak and become only a burden. Or you can take out your weapon unashamed, take care of it and use it for good with sharpness and shine. It is the thing that we want to be quiet about because it is the thing that can connect us. It is the thing that will plant seeds, connect with other women and help other women give permission for growth and healing too. So the moment, the very moment that you speak out and bring that shame to light is the first moment that you're going to start feeling that burden lifted. I just cannot encourage you enough to be vulnerable and brave to be able to speak with your story. And when you feel like you are being brave and that scar is healing, then you'll be able to help other women be brave too. And as always, keep shining. Before you click on the next episode, I want to let you know how you can now help support the Shine Podcast. To keep these episodes coming and getting new interviews and growing, you now can use the app Buy Me a Coffee to go directly to support this podcast. Simply head over to the show notes or you can head to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash shine shana star. And that is S-H-A-N-N-A. So again, buymeacoffee.com forward slash shine Shauna star. Thank you so much.